Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Hi and hello and welcome back. This is Shafan Holiday. I am the host of the Help Me Holiday podcast. Um, and today I will be finishing up my series on um, the genital urinary system. Uh, and today specifically I'll be talking about problems with the reproductive organs that's part of our genital urinary system in both men and women. And when I say uh, reproductive, meaning parts of our body that gives us the, the ability to, in women, uh, have a menstrual cycle, um, carry babies, our uterus, menstrual cycles with uh, uh, the fallopian tubes and uh, with the whole uh, cervix and um, anything that involves the woman's body being able to carry a child. Um, with men, of course, it deals with uh, men who have problems with their prostates, as they get older and have problems with uh, urinating or getting the urine out or maybe having um, difficulty uh, urinating or even um, maybe even have an infection in their prostate. So I want to talk about uh, a couple of those conditions that we don't necessarily see in the emergency room. However, uh, people will seek um, their providers, their primary care providers, because because they've had or encountered problems uh, with these uh, particular organs uh, called the reproductive uh, organs. So uh, let's talk briefly for women. Um, we have most women, and, and this has been pretty much in the news, uh, commercials about women going through menopause and some of the symptoms that we're experiencing. And uh, what's out there that can help us with this. So uh, just briefly, I want to talk about menopause. And it's defined as the time in a woman's life, usually between ages 45 and 55, when the ovaries stop producing eggs um, and menstrual periods end. After menopause, a woman can no longer get pregnant. Uh, menopause does not happen suddenly. Most women experience several, several years of changes in their menstrual periods, before they stop completely. During this time, many women also start to have menstrual symptoms. The results from declining levels of estrogen in the body and, um, and can include hot flashes, um, night sweat, mood changes, sleep problems, and vaginal dryness. There's um, a woman uh, is said to have completed menopause once she has gone a full year without having a period. So the average age for a woman to stop having periods is 51 years old. That's the average age. However, women are different. We're not monolithic. Um, and some of us uh, even go through menopause even longer where you have periods that uh, stop and start during this time frame. But you are having less and less estrogen being um, produced in the body. Okay. So, um Let's uh, just go through uh, this whole menopause situation um, where we uh, have those are 
the transitional period. So let me just briefly talk about the transitional period. So with, menop- with menopause transition, we have what's called perimenopause. This is the time when your periods start to change, usually becoming less frequent. This phase lasts an average of four years and ends when you have your final period. Once again, menopause is complete when it has been 12 months since your last menstrual period. So that's a barometer for women to use to see if they are fully in menopause situation. Postmenopause is the time after menopause is when a woman has been through menopause and um, pretty much can say, I haven't had a period in over a year. Um, now, you know, I am at the age, I'm past my, I'm, I'm well into my 50s, and uh, I've been having these symptoms that I described earlier. Um, and most likely, you're at a postmenopausal state, okay? Um, some of the problems uh, that I discussed about uh, when women are going through menopause are, uh, they vary also in different women, and um, depending on the woman, she may seek to have treatment because of this. Uh, some women um, not only look towards medications to help treat them with uh, the symptoms of menopause, they also can have uh, what's called a hysterectomy, um, and this is uh, where the, there's a removal of uh, your uterus, um, and uh, you might have the over, uh, your ovaries removed as well, and uh, the fallopian tubes. So uh, this will cause you to go into menopause, all right? But that's after surgery, um, electively or not electively. Uh, what happens when you have uh, abnormal bleeding? So it can be hard to know if vaginal bleeding is abnormal when you are near menopause. Uh, however, if you start seeing vaginal bleeding more often than every three weeks, seek uh, you, know, you should be following up with your provider. If you see excessive heavy menstrual bleeding, that should alert you that there is a problem. Spotting between your periods, vaginal bleeding after menopause, even if it's just a spot of blood. This is something that you want to have checked into. Irregular vaginal bleeding may be a normal part of menopause or it may, may be a sign of a problem. So uh, that's where, why it's very important to seek uh, uh, your gynecologist to work that up <clears throat> to find out what could be causing these uh, episodes of abnormal bleeding. Um, once again, uh, about uh, menopause symptoms, um, as the ovaries stop working, levels of the hormone estrogen begin to fall. So that's why you hear a lot of women, if they've opted to take estrogen replacement, uh, that's what they're taking, that hormone, um, to help uh, with uh, the symptoms. Um, some women have few or no menopausal symptoms, while other women have uh, Symptoms that's very bothersome and they interfere with their life. Um, so we can see women complain of hot flashes. This is the most common symptom of menopause. It affects up to about 60 to 80% of women. They typically begin as a sudden, sudden feeling of heat in the upper chest and face. 
uh, the hot feeling then spreads throughout the body and lasts for two to four minutes. Some women sweat during the hot flash and then chills and shiver when the hot flash ends, while others have a feeling of anxiety, heart palpitations during their hot flash. But once again, every woman is different, but this is pretty much how it's characterized by women who have had hot flashes. Also, night sweats um, accompanied with the hot flashes. You may experience night uh, night sweats as well while you're sleeping, but um, they uh, they they can. People have often said that they wake up drenched in in in, in sweat uh, after they go to sleep from um, having menopausal symptoms. Uh, so this 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 also can cause problems. Then there's also sleeping problems where um, women have had trouble falling asleep or even staying asleep. Um, independent of the night sweats, they can um, just be having problems with um, insomnia. Uh, women also complain of vaginal dryness because as the levels of estrogen in the body decrease before and during menopause, the tissues inside of the vagina and the urethra uh, can become thin and dry. This can cause discomfort, itching, or pain during sex. Um, so for the dryness, we do have products over the counter that women can have, um, and, and we can uh, uh, advise them to use as healthcare providers. Um, but there's a lot of products uh, that's marketed for this, this particular pur purpose. Uh, depression. During the menopausal transition, many women develop new problems with their mood swings, such as sadness, difficulty concentrating, feeling uninterested in normal activities, and sleeping too much or having trouble staying asleep. So women with a past history of depression may notice a recurrence during menopause transition. And if this is the case, definitely um, <clears throat> uh, discuss uh, with your uh provider, whether it's a psychiatrist, psychologist, or your primary provider about um, maybe uh, increasing the dose of your anti-anxiety medications or what have you, or your medications may need to be adjusted that you're taking for depression. Um, menopausal treatment, um, not all women need treatment for menopausal symptoms. However, if your symptoms are mild, there, there are many things you can do to try on your own to help you. But for more severe, bothersome symptoms, uh, there's other treatment options. So um, once again, I talked about estrogen therapy. Um, that's the most effective treatment for hot flashes. Um, but there's concerns in the past about the safety of hormone therapy. So for most healthy women who are seeking help with symptoms of menopause, it is safe, low risk, and effective. However, this is something that you can talk to at length with your provider about if this is the best treatment for you. Hormone therapy usually involves a combination of estrogen and progesterone. That's a, um, a well, progestin, which is a progesterone-like medication. Um, women who do not have a uterus after having a hysterectomy only need estrogen. Estrogen. Hormone therapy is available in a pill that you could take by mouth. It can, comes in a skin patch, a vaginal ring, skin gel, cream, or sprays. Um, in addition to relieving hot flashes, hormone therapy may help with other symptoms of menopausal as well, including vaginal dryness, depression, and mood problems. Um, 
But once again, this is something that you can definitely talk over with your provider, with your gynecologist, to see what's the best options for you. Um, Non-hormonal treatment options are available. Um, However, um, uh, they may um, not uh, address a lot of the symptoms. However, there's stuff that's over-the-counter that can be used. And basically, you would have to see what works best for you. Um, Once again, this is a really big topic in uh, the the media right now, menopause, because so many women are at this age, this middle age, uh, middle-aged, and um, are experiencing these symptoms. Uh, And uh, the best way to actually... Uh, help to deal with some of the nuances that go that, that comes with natural aging is to just you know uh, research, talk to your providers, and have healthy conversations. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms, or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.